0: Hey guys, it's me, 1028 Awakenings. So I have friends with me this morning, alright, I know you guys hear them. I'm out in nature, 6 in the morning, it's not a joke. So today I want to talk to you guys about um, the death and the rebirth, okay. This is so much more spiritual than Easter, (laughs) just because a lot of people are going through an awakening right now where everything is just basically falling apart, everything that they thought was stable, um, to rebuild something that is going to last, uh, last the times, okay? Um... For me, all of my companies are going through a transformation. Um, I'm, I myself am drastically changing. Um, my peer interaction is changing. Everything for me socially, physically, mentally is changing. And I know it's hard for a lot of other signs to go through change. It's pretty easy for a Scorpio to go through change because our whole life has changed we are a transformation sign um, and we're super intuitive like we are the occultic we are hidden knowledge like you know, learning what your zodiac sign and the planet that rules you, you have a lot of power. That's why I'm so damn intuitive, (laughs) you know, and at first I just didn't know what it was. Sometimes I would just say things and it would be blind guesses, but this, this is real. Like my spiritual team has upgraded and transformed me. Like I'm a, I'm goddamn, I don't know, (laughs) but I just want to give you guys some hope. You know what I mean? Like Healing comes with it. So just because it's a really, really, really rough and shitty-ass time for some, it's not going to last the whole summer. And get your ass outside. Like, get some sun, lay in the grass. I mean, I am grounding right now early in the morning. Like, do what's necessary for yourself. Um, I also want to say, like, A lot of people love people because you don't know anything else to put your energy into because you don't care. I wouldn't say care, but you don't understand the importance of, you know, knowing your own worth towards your future. Don't get so caught up in people, you know, especially if you're going through a death and rebirth. Figure out what you're good at and drown yourself in that so that you can make a foundation for yourself all the greats have a first love and it ain't a human now they do have wives and spouses um you know husbands but for the most part these people have passions your passion is is divinely intertwined to your soulmate your life partner You guys have to understand what that means. Know what your passion is. You know, a lot of people are called to do stuff and some people are called to do stuff with other people, you know, Um, for success and for growth. Some people bring out the worst in people. Some people bring out the prosperity and abundance in people, okay? Now, I have seen this. I have teamed up. um, You guys know I used to... um, I still go on trips with Nigel And when me and Nija are together, something very magical happens every time we're together. Like anything that we want because we believe so strongly in the same things, it is manifested and like instantaneously, less than 24 hours, sometimes an hour. Sometimes if we say something, agree it on it and let it go, it literally happens. So think about that. In a divine union, shit is bonkers. I be telling people all the time, y'all be sexually active, not knowing or not truly understanding what you be, should be thinking about other than climax, you know, because that is the highest form of power. So when you when you use that thing, make sure you're using that thing with the intention of manifesting your most highest outcome, your most valuable. Um, outcome now for a long time I didn't know this about myself that I was intuitive or an empath or any of this shit I didn't know I just knew that I couldn't be promiscuous and I couldn't date around and you know lay with multiple people because it was too much you know after they left I was so interly so still intertwined to their emotions their up and down their mood swings shit that they're going through I mean, I couldn't even explain it to people how I knew what was going on. This has been happening to me, to me ever since I was active. And, you know, we have these gifts as kids, you know, adolescents, that we don't even know what they are. You know, most of our parents weren't born with these intuitive gifts. Some of them were, but because of eating habits and bad programming prior, they couldn't even tap in not us y'all and not the generations to come if you do have kids these kids will be tapped in because <laughs> my kid is tapped the fuck in <laughs> she teaches me so as we go through this death and rebirth this real truth about easter the real rec- resurrection of the 144 okay so there are stuff out of this biblical thing you got to understand what, when you're playing with players and when you're playing with key players. Because the 144, we got a job. We, we got a job. Our job is fun. It is following your passion, but it also is being in alignment with the right thing. Because these unions, these friendships, they impact millions and billions of people. It's souls waiting on you to stand up and be the best version of yourself to inspire them to do the same to rise to see your transformation see where you came from okay and let it be a testimony to them so that they can understand that they can overcome and rise this is more than what we think it is you know (laughs) this is the evolution of our soul this ain't really something that you should be playing with but They got us under a serious illusion. It's nothing to really be upset about because we're coming out of it. More and more people every day. So as you go through this death and rebirth, take your shoes off and walk in the grass. Take the time to really think about what makes you happy. Take the time to think about what really grounds you, puts you at peace. You know, some people are living in a constant state of hell every day. Get up, hate everything about their life. Hate their husband, hate their wife. Hate their girlfriend, hate their boyfriend. Looks at them every day with resentment, dis-ease. Guys, I've never known how much I really care about all the items that I really love until I had my daughter. I love her. And granted, I constantly say I was trapped, and I I still hold dear to that, (laughs) okay? But it was a great trap, because she's the bomb. I love my daughter. And as the experience of becoming a mom, and not just becoming one, just trying my best to be the one, you know, I didn't have, (laughs) okay? You know, a lot of people become parents and don't even be better than what the fuck they got. They be worse, or goddamn absent shit, be exactly what their daddy was, you know? My daddy was absent. So I made sure that I did not have a child with a man that I thought was going to be absent. That's the only reason that it was okay to get trapped because Thai daddy wanted time more than Thai daddy wanted air. (laughs) Okay, so for real and my my crazy ass just wanted my own dreams <laughs> I'm like I'm like nigga my dreams I need my dreams nigga <laughs> but my point of that was I realized what it was to have mine you know and things I love when I look at my baby I love her and I'm so excited that I got one that looks like that and plays like that it's smart like that you know it's just like with the objects that you buy, when you love your object, man, you be, you be, you be fresh. You be making sure them shoes is right. You laid out tight, fresh, you know, and um, you love it. When you buy things that you don't really want, when you buy things you don't like, it's hard for you to look at them. You persevere because you made the decision. So you drag yourself, but it's not that excitement. Like when I go to my car, I'd be so grateful. It's a totally different experience. When I bought my first car, I liked it. I liked that it was a Benz, but it wasn't me. It wasn't radiating me. But now that I have the one that I want, every time I see it, I'm happy. You know, it's a different situation when you choose what you really want. You appreciate it. You take care of it. You know, you see those guys, and they be like, "Man, this car I always wanted." They be washing the shit. You know what I'm saying? Every day you see, them. I'm like, "Nigga, the shit clean. You keep washing that goddamn car." Every day because I just love it, you know, don't make it be something you worship. Just make it be something that you understand that you manifested wasn't tangible money. It was the love of vision, the love period for the object, the love for the object that gave it that grace, that abundance and that that balance for you to be able to pay it. I had car notes before with cars. I hate it. Well, just one. I only have one car I hated. And y'all will probably know what it is. It's a Kia Sorento. I hate that fucking car. Ooh. Y'all. And I'm not knocking nobody who got a Kia Sorento. I just hated this car. I just was pushed into purchasing it. And it just killed me. I just hated it every time. I wouldn't pay the car no. I'm like, fuck that car no. They can come take that shit. I would pray people come chop my shit. Take it up. <laughs> okay. But I realized why I was pushing that car away so much because it was just a decision I knew I just shouldn't have made. But just made it because people was pushing me. Pushing me to be this. Maybe I was pushing myself. Shit, I don't even know. You know, at the time I got it, Ty was so young. I had no car at that time. I got in an accident right before she was born. So I totaled out my car. And um, you know, I was in separation with her father, and I was like, I got to get this, but I'm like, this ain't me, and it's so funny because every time I looked at the car, I kept saying, the car's supposed to be white, though, because I envisioned getting this big car that was white, and this car was silver, and I just, I'm like, God, I see the car, it's white. This ain't even the car. That's what I kept saying to myself when I was getting the car. My sister was like, Ashley, the car is silver. Like, they don't have any white cars. I don't know where you got this white car from. But I think that was me seeing this car. You see what I'm saying? That was me manifesting this car. And and for the life of me, I just I couldn't get over why this car was silver. And I kept saying, this ain't the car. I don't know. But they was like, we got you approved. It's only in your name. You paying all the payments. I'm like... Yeah, but the car ain't the right color. I I had a dream. (laughs) Oh, look at that. So when you have a dream and you visualize, don't let that visualization go. Hold that dream. It's real. It's real on a timeline somewhere. And all you are trying to do is vibrate to that timeline. And you will get there as long as you hold that dream. It's like when you meet somebody, when you meet somebody, you really like you envision all this shit with them. They don't know. It's your head walking down the aisle, having your first kid, all this shit that people envision. I'm not the best envisioner. I only been envisioning somebody to be my husband three years ago. So I, I don't have all those wedding dreams. The most wedding dream I have is just like them seeing me down the aisle. I'm seeing them come down the aisle and I'm like, yes, this is my forever. That's about it. You know, a lot of my exes be like, you act like a nigger. <laughs> and I'm okay with that, to be honest. You know what I mean? I, I, I know I'm going to have the best. You know, to me, the details don't matter. As long as it's real, I don't give a fuck. I can't be in something that's fake. I can't do things that's not against the alignment of my highest possible outcome. Those days, is over for me. That's a vibration. That's a lie. To be honest, it's a lie that you tell yourself and it keeps you in a serious state of constant cycles of bad decisions. (laughs) And um, 95% of our population is there. So don't feel lonely because you have a lot of people to eat with you on that table. You know, the table for the greats is only a 1% situation. A hundred and 44,000 and it's a billion people. That's what I'm saying. That's a 1% situation to be divinely guided to heaven. And in order for you to even be divinely guided, you have to be in tune. And in order for you to be in tune, you have to pay attention to your spirit, guys. And that small little brain person in the back of your head that when you meet somebody and they say, nah, don't do that. You got to listen to that. When they say, man, don't go there. You got to listen to that. When they say, hey, all right, you did it. Now you got to jump out. You got to listen to that that little brain person in the back of your head will then come to you in your dreams and be like, yo, now nah, I told your ass, make these decisions. That's you. That's your higher self trying to be like, hey, I'm coming back, you know, from the future <laughs> so we can change our outcomes so we can, we can boss up. <laughs> okay, and once I realized who that little person in the back of my head was, I was like, okay, Let's do it. I got your back. You got my back. Let's do it. Okay. Some people kill that person. Bury that person. Okay. Some people just, they can't stand that person in the back of their head. Begging them to do the right thing. That's you. Ain't nobody. That's you. You got. God going to have something in him to make sure it can correct him. God going to have something in him to make sure he can correct him. Cause He got He going to have a backup software plan? Come on. But God going to make sure he know he can have free will so that if he want to go out there and be like, hey, what's up with your little shouting? that he has the opportunity to do that as well. But he will serve the karma of what he puts out. Because he got it. He designed this whole thing. And you got it. You designed this whole thing. <laughs> so With all of that being said, guys, like I always say, at the end of the day, we got free will. And at the end of the day, you got as many times as you want to run around on your wheel. But when you do one day, take the time to stop and be in your present moment. Look at how far you've come. See if there's anything on that list that you are really proud of. And if you look on your list and you don't have anything that you could be like, I am so proud. At least I took care of this. At least I put a lot of energy into this and I can see the benefits of this. If you don't see none of that, y'all need to figure out what your purpose is. But if you can see something that you constantly steady poured into and showed you results, you, need, you might need to start putting that energy into other areas of your life. And the very first one needs to be self-love, self-care. When you let your outer appearance go go and you walk around looking like a homeless person and a bum, that's when you know you and the devil's best fucking friends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because self-care, <laughs> self-care ain't no joke. Self-care is real. You got to care about yourself because if you don't, you'll go around letting people treat you like you got an invisible chain around your neck. And they just stringing your ass along. Those are lies. Most of the time, women are suppressed with these lies with money and control. Thinking that they're not enough. Less than. Shit crazy. I ain't never had that. I know I am beyond, bruh. I am a prize. (laughs) Okay? You know what I mean? That's not arrogance. That's just knowing what's the truth, bruh. You know, I know the truth. I'm gold walking on this earth. Everything I told, everything I touched turned to gold. Anything I want, I manifest. Literally. It's crazy. I always knew this about myself. Always, even when I was a kid, I knew this. When I manifested this car, this Mazda 6, and I was only goddamn 17 years old, I was like, man, I can get anything. But back then, I wasn't thinking about no G5. I wasn't exposed to it. You see what I'm saying? You got to have exposure to have these enlightenment situations. And most of the time, they come through a troubling, traumatic shit. You know, my awakening happening, happened when me and my child's dad was separated. Y'all were like, what, the relationship? No, the pregnancy. I was fucked up. <laughs> I was like, how am I going to have a fucking baby? I know you guys are like, what? You're like the most nurturing mother ever. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm not saying I knew I wasn't gonna be a mom. I'm saying they want my time though, you feel me? (laughs) It wasn't my time. But it was, it was my time. I just didn't know. But when that happened, I made a vow to this child in my womb. She wasn't gonna go without. And every single thing I planned for myself, yeah, I would have to double down. I wouldn't be able to move like other people move because I wasn't going to be able to take those kinds of hits of losing my integrity or putting myself in compromising financial positions to take care of her. But I was going to be solid. I was going to be dedicated. I was going to do it. Anytime I didn't have her, I was going to put every ounce of my energy into making sure she had everything she wanted. Not like mediocre nigga, nigga. Like if you want to go out and she want a purse that's 12000 she could buy it she could buy it. <laughs> that, those are the kind of decrees that I made over my seed. And in the midst of having her, I had this crazy dream about blending cultures. <laughs> I tell people this all the time. That first year, it was crazy. Dreams was coming in like crazy. My body was so pure. I was only eating fruits. My mama real crazy aggressive about my food, you know, and my intake, everything had to be fresh. Everything had to have seed, water all the time. I saw by the time Ty was five, that blending cultures would be in Walmart. She would have Barbies and all kinds of stuff, just like Mattel. And I didn't ignore it. I made the logo, started making the books, had to put Couture Love on pause, put a lot of energy into making that foundation strong. Then they gave me so many other visions. Jesus, the app, she got her own app. So many visions they gave me. They made sure that whatever decree that I put over there, or God, angels, I don't know. But you ain't doing this alone and you're never by yourself. So when you feel broken and you're crying, you know the bad cry. I mean, it's not coming down your face, you know, just disgusting, all right? Talk to them. Tell them, bro, I need you to help me, bro. I don't know if I wasn't listening to you, but I need to listen to you now. Shit ain't right. I'm listening. Tell me what I need to know. All right, guys. I love you. Be your best versions. The upcoming days for me are going to be crazy. So I'm going to try my best to have inspirational moments. But if I don't, y'all, hang tight. Shit, I'm building an empire. I got shit I gotta do. I love y'all.